full of his power. Right? We forget at times. And we're going to read in the Bible. Is that okay? That was a weak amen. Amen. Let's read the Bible. <laughs> we came to church. We got to read the Bible. You're not listening to me. You're gonna read, you, we're going to read the Bible. Okay? Matthew. We're going to read on that the, Jesus, he speaks in such a way that he just leaves you thinking. He spoke in parables, the Bible says. So let's read here. Matthew 7. I had some notes. I was going to pull them out, but it looks kind of, got an envelope over here. I don't want to forget my notes. <laughs> okay, you ready? Matthew 7. 7-11. Are you there yet? Oh, okay. So the scripture that we're going to be talking about is the narrow and the wide path. All of you guys heard of that, right? There's two paths in life. The, the narrow and the wide. Hold on. Bear with me. Matthew 7, 13, and 14. I got it right now. We're going to read the word. <laughs> so listen to this. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are a few who find it. So it's amazing how he speaks to the people, gentle and in a parable, to leave you thinking. Wow, there's two, there's two ways. There's two lives. Literally, there's two lives that you can live. A life that, it says, it leads to destruction. It's not promising. It is not, not preaching on making you shake in your knees or nothing like that. No, we're just talking about two lives, two paths. There's two births, right? The natural and the spiritual birth. So, God wants to encourage you into set you on fire and open your eyes that you have been born to walk a different path. A path that not too many people take. Right? A path that it takes what? Faith. It doesn't take strength. It takes faith, courage, self-esteem, confidence. But how do you get that? You get that because you understand that you have Christ within you. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you. So now you're a different creature. You're different. You're no longer the same. Now God sees you as a soldier. Now he sees you as his beloved. Now he sees you as someone that your family, your friends never seen you like. He sees you great. He sees you, he sees you beautiful. <laughs> All of you are beautiful. Well, he sees you different. Listen. It happened to so many people in the Bible. It has happened to me. <laughs> I'm not in the Bible. I'm in the, I'm in the book of Acts because we live in the book of Acts, right? We, we continue in the book of Acts. <laughs> but it happened to me, man. 
different identity, different purpose, different meaning for living. You know, for me, being a Christian is, a, you know, it's a second chance to life. How are you going to live now? You know, for me, for me. But, you know, it happened to Abraham in the Bible. You know, God called him out for a greater call. He had it all with his family. He was rich. You know, he was, he was wealthy. If you read about it, he left with the flocks and all that. He, was, he had it going on. But God said, listen, I have something greater for you. The thing that Abraham didn't have was faith in God. He didn't have that. So God called him out to walk with God and have an authentic relationship with him and allow Abraham to experience things on his own with God in his life. Because him living with his family, they were going to babysit him. They're just going to be there for him. They, they were not going, he was not able, he was not going to able to walk that path that we're talking about. Which is that path? The narrow path, right? Right? That not too many people take. And it says it leads to life. Whenever you're walking with Christ, whenever you're walking according to God and faith in God, you're going to find life and life in abundance. He ain't going to leave you in shame. He's going to bless every step that you take, every confession that you profess, he will back up. It's us taking that step. It's us taking that path. Say, God, I'm taking the narrow path. I'm taking that path that not too many people are taking. Every day when you wake up, it's a decision that you make. Nobody's forcing you, right, to hold back those words. To hold back on swinging at your boss. You know, you, you make that decision every day. You, you, you know, you say, God, you've been so good to me, I want to be different. But realize that there's two births, the natural and the spiritual birth. birth. This, is, this is the point here, church, that there's two births, two paths, two lives. And which one are we going to embrace is very important. It's very important. I mean, the Bible talks about that when someone gets saved, heaven rejoices. Right? So there's another life. There's a celebration, just like we're talking about natural birth. Natural birthday, they celebrate you in the natural. Okay, June 4th, we're celebrating this. Now, when someone gets saved, there's a celebration. The Bible says also that we have our citizenship in heaven. Right? Christ, when he prayed, he prayed, let your will be done as it is in heaven, also let it be done on earth. There's two lives. God wants us to walk in that spiritual realm, in that spiritual life, that spiritual path that he already has set for our lives to walk in. Moses, right? Moses was another person that, he was born into a life, and then he was transferred to another one to come back to his true life, but with a different purpose. But he didn't see himself as the one. It took him years and years upon years. He didn't know that he was the one that was going to bring freedom to slavery. He didn't know. But something within him started just moving. He felt like, man, I got to do something. 
I have it good here in this palace, but my people are suffering. He wanted to do something, and he tried in his own strength. But it was God for him to take that step and want to help people because God called them out after that mistake. He made a mistake. God called them out again. Moses is you, man. You're right. It's you, but with me before you. Hear that? It's you with me. It's you with me, but with me before you. Hopefully I'm saying it right. Moses, man. Are you, are you guys bored? Are you awake? Oh, amen, amen. <laughs> so Moses, man. What was wrong with Moses? Speech impediment. He's like, God, I can't speak. My, my tongue, you know, something happens when I want to say, God sent me. <laughs> something happens when I want to preach the Ten Commandments, God. That word doesn't come out. But I can maybe say a different word. Maybe I could throw a punch or whatever. I'm just saying. But Moses didn't think that he was able to walk that supernatural life, that spiritual life that God wanted him to walk in. Moses was like, no, that's not me. But anyway, going back to when I first started, I want to say something about me. I felt like that. Growing up, I was very timid. They asked my brother and my mom, my brothers and my mom, my dad, very timid. And you probably heard this before. I walked the street with my mom across the street. I would grab onto her, to her waist. I was very timid. But then something happened. You know, there was it, you know, I was born such a way. I was born different. All of you guys are born different. Something happened living in the world. Just life just happened. But I was very timid when it came for spiritual things. I was shaking to do a Bible study. Veronica can tell you. She was like, listen, you talk so much and you share so much to me. I'm going to take you to do a Bible study. I'm like, man, I don't want to do this. She can tell you. She drove me there. And I'm like, turn back. Please, turn back. I'm not doing this, man. Turn back. I really got upset because I'm like, man, she's putting me on pressure. But I did not have the knowledge and the understanding that there was a new birth over my life. That God wanted to fulfill for me and for the people. Because you got to understand, when you answer the call of God, it's not only for you, but it's the people behind you. It's the people that God has ordained for you to set free. She one day, Pastor Quincy told me that. Listen, it's not about you, man. You save, you're good. You know, everything is already, you know, sealed. You got the, the package. You know, you just got to keep going. It's about the people behind you, Eddie. And that really shook me. I'm like, wow. I'm being selfish. You know what? I had to swallow that pill and say, amen. I had to swallow the gospel pill and say, mm, amen, God. It's about the people behind me. It's not about me. I'm all set. Everything that I need, you have for me. All I need to do is just keep going. And we may go through seasons. We, we're going to go through things. 
things that we never experienced before, but it's for us to grow. It's for God to show you the greatness inside of you. It's for, it's for God to develop your talents. It's for God to use you for someone else that needs you to be there for them. Can you believe that? That God allows you to be in a situation because he wants you to be there for someone else. I'm telling you, shoot, when I go to a hospital, if I ever go to a hospital, I'm like, Veronica, we're going to go pray for somebody. I'm going to go to a hospital. I'm going to talk to the doctor, someone. But I know that God is in control of my life. Why? I've been born again. There's a new birth. There's a new identity in your life. It's no longer the natural birth. It's the spiritual birth that occurred when you said, Jesus, you my Lord, you my Savior. Come into my heart. I believe in you. So going back to the perspective that sometimes we don't feel that we're the one, right? Moses, Abraham, Peter. Upon this rock, I will build my church. Really? It went over his head, and his life was crazy. But that word of his life was fulfilled. He became that rock. It took time. It took moments. It took failure, right? Let me say that. It seemed like failure. He messed up big time. But can you believe that the biggest mistakes, God makes the biggest miracles. Amen? Shoot. I'm the bigger. Person that can make mistakes, man. But anyway, it's not about me. It's about his word and understanding that this is a new birth that you have been given for you to take. God has been waiting for you to just walk in that path of his promises and take steps of faith. Be courageous. Have self-esteem. Say, God, I'm going down this path. I may not fit. But I'm, I'm just going in, God. I may not want to go in, but I'm going anyway. I'm going, God. And as you go, man, you may go like this, but as you go, you're going to start walking. And as you keep walking, guess what? More people are going to start walking behind you. Come on, that is amazing. One person opens the path for other people. One person. Moses did it. Abraham did it. God told Abraham, listen, I'm going to bless every family through you, all the families of the earth through you. Christ, one person changed the world. One person can change multitudes of people when we arise and say, God, I'm born in you. God, my past doesn't define me. My past. It's been erased. I'm no longer that mistake. I'm no longer whatever. <laughs> he was waiting for that word. I'm no longer that, that my family, my friends see me as. I'm different, and I'm going to show them by faith. I'm going to show them by works. I'm going to show them because I'm going to trust in you. Even in the hardest time, I'm going to proclaim your name. Even in the hardest time, I'm going to raise my hands. Even in the hardest time, I'm going to believe in you, God. You're going to show up because I've been born in you. 
So there's another guy in the Bible by the name of Gideon. Gideon, right? He, didn't, he, he did not think that he was the one. But the amazing thing about Gideon was that he was already in the, in the, in, 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 with the people of God. He was already, he heard a word, he heard the words. But he was not activated. He did, he did not walk in that new birth that was there for him. He did not. For years. They, they disregarded God's ways. They turned their back on God. So you know what God? You know what God did? He crossed his arms. Ah, right, you want to be like that? All right. I believe the Bible says for seven years. But they prayed. They asked for help. And God is so loving and so merciful that he sends a prophet and, show up in the, and shows up to Gideon. And we're going to read about it. Is that okay? Okay. Judges chapter 6. Verse 12. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to, the, to him, The Lord is with you, mighty men of valor. And we heard this before, but we're going to look at it in this perspective that it's a new birth that awaits us. Amen? There's a new path that we need to walk down. Gideon said to him, oh, Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about? You, heard, you see that? He already heard about how mighty God is, about the miracles. But he was... Sitting down, he was just acting like everyone else. And we're going to read why he was like that, why he was not activated in his new birth. Okay. Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. All right? So he's talking to God. He, he thinks he knows why. He thinks God had forsaking them. But God was showing up for them right there. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours. You shall save Israel from the hand of, you, of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? He going. So he said to him, oh, oh, my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. He's looking at himself like, I, I'm weak. I'm, I come from weakness. I come from addiction. I come from people, my family making mistake after mistakes. We're no good people. I come from the worst of the worst. We can say it like that, right? We can, can we view it like that? Right? They, he's saying, listen, I come from no good. You know, my dad was weak. He didn't accomplish anything. My mom, she didn't do anything. My brothers, my sisters, my cousin, we didn't accomplish anything. We didn't have, they didn't have faith. We heard about the miracles, but, man, we're weak people, man. We don't have no faith. 
we have no trust in God, or whatever, however you want to view it. But he's saying how he feels about himself. As we can see, there's no self-esteem, there's no confidence slash faith in God. Even though he knows the word, right? Even though he knows. A lot of people may know the word, but another thing is to live it. Another thing is to trust God and walk by that word. That's another thing. I'm telling you, and that goes for me first. Shoot, I need more faith in, in areas of my life. We all together, man. This is not this for me first. <laughs> but, yeah, this, you know, Veronica told me one day, listen, people can tell you so much. People can say a lot. It's not what they say. It's what they do. Right? So he was like, listen, I'm weak. I'm weak. No self-esteem. Verse 16. And the Lord said to him, surely I will, I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. Man, God is like, listen, I don't care what you're saying. I'm going to be with you. I don't care about your complaining. I'm going to go with you. If you, just, if you just go, I'm going to be with you, man. Just go, man. Just go, and I'm going to be with you. Same thing happened to many people in the Bible. Oh, God is waiting for someone to understand that they have been born to a, to a new birth and new promises. That he awaits for you to take hold of, for you to walk the walk, right? How's that saying? Talk the talk, walk the walk. Right? This is saying, right? And listen, this is to encourage you. It's not to make anyone feel bad. It's for us to realize that this is a different life that he called us to walk into. You know, in the New Testament, it talks about John the Baptist. And we're going to read about it. It says that. But let's read it. Matthew 11. 11. <laughs> Matthew 11, 11. Something with that 11. Somebody got $11? I listen to this. We're talking about, you know, someone being born, being born to a different life. Listen to this. I surely, I say to you, among those born of woman, of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. Because this guy believed his birth. He was born natural, but he acted supernatural. He was born natural. But he spoke supernatural. Huh? He was born natural, but he ate. Weird, right? Nah, he ate he ate off the of the earth. He was eating some 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 interesting stuff. But he was different. John the Baptist literally was different. He walked different. He didn't allow anyone to tell him, you know, you're the son of Elizabeth, and that's it. He was like, nah, I'm the son of the living God. I'm destined for greatness. I heard of the prophecy. That's me. Shoot, I'm John the Baptist. He was like, yeah, that's me. John the Baptist. You're right. John the Baptist. I'm going to be the, bap the baptism, walking baptism. He took it literally. John the Baptist. All right. 
Listen, we're gonna get back, we're gonna baptize you, man. Who, who, who are you? John the Baptist. I'm gonna baptize you. That's how we need to be. You listen, I want to invite you to church. Who are you? My name is Rocky Rice. Huh? My name is Rocky Rice. That's why I'm inviting you, man. I'm in the Rice Church, and God is calling you to arise. He's calling you to arise. But be encouraged that there is a birth to attain, to walk into. All we need to do is to arise and say, God, I'm walking the way you see me. Have, have self-esteem. Have confidence. We're going to read a scripture from Romans 4.17 that God sees those things in a different way. Listen. Romans 4.17. Let's read it. And this is talking about Abraham. As it is written, have as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who believed, who believed God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. God looks the way he sees you. You are precious. You are marvelous. You are powerful. You are his special treasure. You are it. Not someone else. You are it. Listen to that. You are it. Don't go by feelings. Go by the word of, your, of, of God. If he says, then he will do it. Abraham was an amazing man. You know, faith, man, it took him some time. But he believed because he had experiences. But he did not stay in those experiences. He did not stay, you know, oppressed. He did not stay in shame. He did not stay in doubt because he went through a lot of things. He lied. He was in fear, but all of a sudden, he's like, man, God is with me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to act different now. It's about time that I just be different. Because he was, he was, uh, he lied about his, his wife being his, his wife being his wife. He said, you know, that's my sister. But then, the king of that time, says, listen, I know that's your wife. What are you doing, man? And I know that you're going to pray for me. You know, something that Abraham never experienced before, but it showed him that his little bit of faith, as we, went to, as we have been talking about, allowed him to experience God's faithfulness and that God doesn't look at your past. He looks at your present. And that God doesn't look at you as you've made feel. He looks at you the way that he created you and ordained you and predestined you to be in this lifetime. Right? So, all of a sudden, Abraham, 
He's like, I got to walk in faith, man. God just slapped me in my face. I didn't believe. I need to start believing. And he became great. Because he took steps of faith. You know, all his life, he, li he lived with his, with his family. But God was like, listen, I have another family. I have another family that you are going to birth. I have other families that you are going to lead. I, I have other people that you are going to nourish. It's not just the people in your, in your block. It's not just your people in your county. I got more people, man. I got people on the earth. I got multitudes for you, Abraham. He was doing his thing because he, he was a father to the fatherless. He was helping the weak. He was feeding those that were in lack. But God was like, listen, it's just not there, man. I'm going to allow you to walk in such a way that you're going to impact the world. We just walk with me, Abraham, man. Listen, I'm calling you to a different life. Just take steps of faith and you shall see. So Abraham was living a good life. And his father did not answer that call. So God was like, now it's you, Abraham, man. I want to get somebody from this house. I want to get somebody from this house. If your father didn't answer, you're going to answer me, man. You're going to answer this call. Abraham, come on. And he did. So God chose you. He saved you to save not only your household, but to save those out of your household, those in other countries, those in your job, those wherever you go. He called you to save multitudes of people. That's, that's the purpose why God saved you, literally, to help others. And as you go and God prospers you, others are encouraged. Others can see God's faithfulness and his promises be manifested in your life only because of faith, only because you believe. Are you excited? I'm excited, man. I'm telling you. You may come from a, from a family of, that they, they, they have achieved a lot, you know. You may come from a family wealthy. You may come from a family that struggle all their lives. But this is for everyone. This is for the rich. This is for the poor. <laughs> this is for every living creature. God has more for you. You know, if you're rich, there God is going to be, glorify himself through your life. He's going to do something in that environment. If you seem to struggle, he's going to do something there and take you out of there to greatness. He's going to make you rich. If you're rich, he's going to make you richer. Amen? God doesn't stop. There's no limits, man. God is a God of, you know, abundant. He doesn't stop. He keeps going. As you go, he will go. So if you keep going, there's more to attain. Wow, that is so good. I'm excited, man. I'm excited because I finally get it. <laughs> I finally get it. It's not my natural birth. It's my spiritual birth that awaits me to 
that is greater than, than my natural. You know, I, hopefully I'm not talking a lot, but there was another man in the Bible by the name of Paul. He was so passionate. You know, he, he went through a lot. He suffered. He was beaten for the gospel. But he remained believing and having faith, believing his, that, that, that new birth for other people. If this is one thing that can keep you going, do it for others. Do it for others. Do it for your family. Do it for your children. Do it, do it for those people in your job that need faith, that they, they may be struggling in, 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 their, in their marriage. Something may be going on, going on in their health. But you, you putting on that new birth, new identity, you're able to save them and to save that household. Do it for others. Have that in mind. Do it for other people. Christ gave himself for the world. Give yourself for others. And live that new birth. Amen? And we can stand up. We're going to say a prayer, okay? Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you. Thank you, Lord God, that you allowed us to be born again. Lord God, we're here to let others free. Thank you that you saved us. Thank you, Lord God, that you forgave us. You forgave us. And now, Lord God, we have a new life to live. We're going to live it with confidence. We're going to live this life in faith, knowing, Lord God, that as we go, you go. Knowing that we have been already predestined for greatness. Nothing or no one can stop us. We're a powerful, we're mighty people. Just like you told Gideon, we receive that we're mighty people. We have valor. We're courageous. We are the answer of this generation. And now, Lord God, we are rising in faith and believing in you. We shake off every doubt. We shake off every thought. We shake off every lie. Because today, we're receiving that new birth. Today, we are new. Today, we think different. Today, we speak different. Today, we walk different. Today, we are you, Lord God. In this lifetime, you are in us, in you, in us, in you. In Jesus' name, we pray this. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen, amen, and amen. We are one.